you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Tommy Dreamer talk AEW Dynamite and how about the great moment, Tony Schiavone, Sting and Ric Flair in the ring together on WTBS. What a moment we talk about that. And speaking of moments, we may get one next Tuesday at Halloween Havoc night number two when Braun Breaker steps into the ring with our guest on the podcast today, Mr. Stone. Right now on the Busted Open Podcast. How great is it to see the nature the nature boy, Ric Flair, the greatest of all time on TBS? Uh, I loved it. I love seeing Flair and Sting one more time. Uh, Sting's face looked like he was generally uh, surprised. Don't know how you're going to keep uh, <clears throat> Ric Flair a surprise uh, if it's him at the show. But uh, very, very cool to see the nature boy walk down that aisle. One more time, um, I liked their interaction. I liked their promo because why it's real. And again, we're talking about moments. Like, you know, I mean, Dave, you and I, you said we're dinosaurs. Well, we got to see the emergence of Sting. And we got to watch that match against Ric Flair in a very, very different time. But it's very, very similar because it wasn't you know, social media. And, you know, from our last conversation, a lot of people are just saying, Hey, it's because of social media, uh, why fans act this way. Um, but clash was there to go up against the WWE pay-per-view because WWE was putting up stuff, uh, back and forth. Right. Um, good to see the two guys together. Obviously this isn't a one-off with Rick. He's going to be a part of AEW for a little bit, uh, still trending, the nature boy um you heard from some of the nation members as well as you heard that that live crowd go nuts to see him again yep another one you know and then i enjoyed that entire segment why because we kind of went off with <clears throat> some here comes christian to ruin the party yeah and here comes christian to cut promos and then we're going to have edge and sting and darby there's so many different ways that we can go with what we want to do that flair is going to be in his corner, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
a nice happy moment, a nice free surprise for everybody. And then, um, you know, where we're going to go from there. That's what professional wrestling is all about. I was kind of hoping his gift was going to be um, a giant uh, box. And then Abdul the Butcher popped out of it. But that's just me. <laughs> Uh, that was an actual the, uh, gift once to Sting. I mean, it, it is kind of weird. Like, here's your gift. It's a, an actual human being. I bought you a human being. Uh, and his name when is you got that type of money, Flair. you can buy humans. Yeah. Come on now. Um, but I will Everybody say has their price. Yeah. Um, Ted DiBiase did it for years. That's true. I, I A lot to unpack here. Obviously, it's always great to see Ric Flair. To see Ric Flair on TBS, to see Ric Flair in the ring with Sting. We talked about it last week with Bully Tommy that Ric Flair should be a part of this story. Why? Because what are we going to see in March 2024 at Revolution? The last match for Sting in March of 1988 was when Sting had the match of his career. And I could say that, Tommy, right? I mean, has Sting had a better match than that first class of champions with Ric Flair? In 1988, I th I think you could say that was the greatest match of Sting's career. It put him on the map, but you could also say it was the greatest match of his career. Mm, I can't I think of another one better. That. I can't think of another one better. If there's another one better, somebody can remind me. I I don't know if, if Sting ever had a bigger match than the match at Class of Champions 1988. Bigger? You said best match. There's a difference. Uh, bigger and better. I think if you made a list of the top 10 greatest Sting matches, the number one match will be Sting, Ric Flair, at Clash of Champions, 1988. I think Carolina. David has a 2024 project to do for a lamination of Sting's matches. Now, he, had a, he had some barn burners with uh, Great Muda. He did. Was, was any of the matches he had with Great Muda better than the match that he had with Ric Flair in 1988? Bigger, no. Better, maybe. One of the best matches for, yes, for Sting's career. Yes. But you yeah. asked me it's, on the spot. No, it's not thinking. one of. It's not one of. It's the greatest match of Sting's career. Okay, David. Now. We know what your number one on your laminated <laughs> list is going to be. Now, Tom oh, is on my laminated list, pal. Yeah, thank you, you now have to thank go you, back David. and watch every match Sting has ever had. No, thank and you. Because that would have to include Starcade, and, and I don't want to go back to Starcade 97. <laughs> thank you very much. Um. But 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 Tommy, seriously, I gotta throw this out there because fair is fair. Now, when I talk about Steamboat and Savage, which is on the top of a lot of people's list when it comes to the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, I have a problem with that match. Do you remember what my problem with the Steamboat Savage from WrestleMania three match was? Mm, the interference with George Animal Steel. Exactly. Now, when I look back at Ric Flair and Sting from Class of Champions, the uh, the draw between those two that had to go to the judges, mm -hmm. time limit draw, can you remember why I have a little bit of an issue with Flair and Sting from the first Class of Champions, that time limit draw? Uh, the Leave it to Beaver guy was a judge and uh, Jason Hervey. Yeah. That, See how me, I just know your crazed brain. <laughs> to me, the match. I I don't. To me, the match takes a little bit of a hit when mm. you have the guy from the Wonder Years and the guy from Leave It to Beaver as judges for 
the greatest match of Sting's career and the biggest match of his of his career and what made his career in Clash of Champions number one. I mean, they had the guy from the Wonder Years and the guy from Leave it to Beaver, which was canceled 30 years earlier as one of the but judges those re- for the match. those reruns aired all the time on TBS. True. And... The guy, it's not like the guy, Wally. Was it Wally? No, it wasn't Wally. What was the guy that, what was the Leave it to Beaver guy? It was the, it was the asshole kid. It wasn't even like Beaver right. or his brother it was the asshole kid. And he's not even a judge with like a suit on or a tuxedo. Or he's actually wearing like the old sweater he used to wear on Leave it to Beaver. He wore like Living the Letterman gimmick, bro. sweater. Takes a hit. In my crossover. opinion, the- crossover on TBS. Think of how low that network was then at that time. God, let's get our biggest stars ever. Andy Griffin's not available. Let's yeah. get the beaver. He's not yeah. available either. Let's get the neighbor. All right. Tommy, let's yes, be sir. honest. If that match happened today and they had two of the here's a, this important match we're going head to head against wrestlemania on free tv because we want to bury the wwe because they've been trying to bury us so what are we going to do we're going to have this main event match between sting and rick flair first ever class of the champions and two of your judges is the guy from the wonder years and the guy from leave it to be if they did that today oh my god imagine all right imagine if it's like it's cody rhodes and Roman Reigns. And if if the main event goes to the time limit, we're going to go to the judges. And one of the judges is Urkel. The guy, the, the guy who played Urkel. Oh, I, can't, I and, was just going to say that. And, How did and, you do that? And and Because we share the same brain. And and Tommy, Urkel's in full gimmick. Like Urkel's like, my bad. Like whatever the fucking tagline he said was. Did I do that? Like, imagine Urkel in full gimmick as a judge. People would, Meltzer's head would explode. We would never get anything else from Meltzer because Meltzer's head would explode if Urkel was one of the judges between Cody and Roman. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Cody. Oh, did I do that? They would go fucking crazy. So the NWA, who I love, as you know, they had two of the judge, the fucking the nerd from the Wonder Years, and a fucking loser from Leave It to Beaver. Are you shitting me? And then the, they had the Playboy Bunny too. What was her name? The Playboy Bunny. Her her, na- her name was Patty Mullen. By Patty the way, Mullen. Patty Mullen. And then the 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 guy who was the friend of the Beave was Ken Osmond. That was yeah, the. I can't remember what his name was on the show. On the show, though. I gotta look it up because he was in he was in full gimmick. <laughs> and then you had a former NWA World Heavyweight. So you had a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Who? A Playboy Bunny. Who was the former pro- NWA World Champion? I can't. I can't remember. Because these it are the was. five people. You had Sandy Scott, who was like, I guess, in the office. You had Gary Juice Juster. Gary, Gary Juster. Gary. Gary he's, he's not a he's not a champion. He's just on the board of directors from the NWA. They didn't have any champions. Gary Jester okay. was the local promoter. Yes. That's so the only guy Gary who had Jester. any business being on right. the panel. No, Sandy okay, so- Scott Sandy Scott was the older booker from back in the day. Continue. So San- All right, so you had Sandy Scott. All right, get it. I understand it. 
Gary Juster, I get that too. Gary Juster's still involved in wrestling today. And then you have the Playboy Bunny. It doesn't even matter what her name is. It doesn't matter. She probably never watched a wrestling match in her life. And then you have the fucking the Wally's best friend from Leave it to Beaver who was in full gimmick and the, the kid from the Wonder Years. I think if everyone is still alive, they should bring them back for Sting's last match. Oh, imagine! Yeah, I don't think I don't think Sandy Scott is with us anymore, and Gary I don't Juster know. If is. The, I don't know. Gary Jester definitely is, and I don't think that the uh, the Beaver, the friend of uh, the Beaver, Jason brother, Hervey is. Jason Hervey is. Jason Hervey, you know, works with Bischoff, right? They do like TV production together. So, but come on. That the, the, some of the credibility of that match gets seeped out of it, knowing that because of the judges. And I and 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 Tommy. With that being said, Flair, Sting, Clash of Champions, '88 in North Carolina, the greatest match of Sting's career. Um, you know what's the greatest gift Jason Hervey ever gave? What? His mom was a famous uh, casting agent in Hollywood and repped Terry Funk. Oh, okay. All right. So for that, a little bit of credibility seeps back in. But I'm opening up. to. <laughs> I want to get more into Ric Flair, but I'm going to open it up to the nation. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. Fight me. I'm ready to argue. There is no better match in Sting's career then Sting and Flair, 88 at Clash of Champions in North Carolina. As a matter of fact, you could say there's more disappointments because you had that fucking train wreck at WrestleMania 31 with mm. Triple H, and then you had Starrcade 97. Him and Seth, where he got hurt. He got, he but he got him. hurt. But he got hurt. Um. Listen, he's done some amazing work in AEW. Again, without AEW, would never have. Uh... Yes, what, name me a better match than Flair Sting at, at Class of Champions '88. I don't know, Dave. I think there Sting isn't one. Because there isn't one. All right, which Muda match? If if you're saying Muda, which Muda match? See, it's so memorable you don't know. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past. All available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? 
Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Like when it comes to the Mount Rushmore greatest matches of all time, things out there. Name five great matches. Come on now. Oh, stop it. Let's go out, back out to the. Nation. I went uh, and during the break, I was googling some of like you know Sting's best matches, and uh, some I yeah. totally agree with, and some I don't. Okay, but but here's the thing, Tommy. Right off the top of your head, give me give me like some of your Sting's greatest matches. Right off the top of your head. Uh, him Flair bashed the beach. Him versus uh, Cactus Jack, Sting Muda, highly. Uh, an awesome match for its time. Luger and Sting versus the Steiners. Future Shock. Um, I mean, for a lot of what you're talking about, Dave has been bad booking. Yeah. If you really think about, you know, and, and this comes through like, you know, Eric Bischoff. Hey, we didn't know what to do with the guy. So we sat him home and then we came up with the Crow stuff. Um, and it was uh, a great thing that you did for the guy's career plus he got paid to sit home for a year and just come to tvs he didn't even have to come because they had a fake one um i mean those moments were so unique and different you know when we had the fake sting and like pulling off the crow's mask and all that stuff it was much much different times uh again happy to see sting and flair reunite on tbs and you know I, i think one thing that AEW is doing correctly is, you know, also if you're a fan of 
the all Japan era of six person matches or multi-person matches, which I am star studded. Um, you know, they're doing a great job of why would people tag together instead of, Hey, let's just throw all these icons out there or throw these people together. Why would somebody, you know, having sting go to edge or even the stuff they're doing with MJF and the acclaimed it's this long drawn out each and every week where, and if you're listening, the fans are buying into it. Um, They're making you invested in their storylines. But if you really think about it with sting and what sting has done, when we talk about longevity of how many moments and how many years this man has made us care about him. When you talk about all the bad booking and all the stuff uh, associated with him, but we've still always loved this character called sting for a long, long time. And his career was made by Ric Flair. And when you're getting a surprise for me, and that's why I said, okay, man, I've booked shows in Philadelphia for a long, long time. When you're getting Ric Flair walking that aisle one last time, or one more time, I should say, and it's a complete surprise where you're just like, huh? It's it's a moment. And, you know, who knows when we ever have these moments ever again. May have it next week. May have it Saturday in Mohegan Sun. I don't know if Sting works collision, but Dynamite's got me interested in where they're going because, hey, will Edge do something with Sting? Well, we saw a face-to-face with Sting and Edge last night on Dynamite, but you mentioned Ric Flair, and, you know, as anyone that's ever listened to this show more than five minutes knows that, you know, Ric Flair is my all-time favorite and, to me, the greatest of all time. What is Ric Flair's future in AEW? Because, you know, at first I thought it was just like, hey, here comes here comes Ric Flair as a present, uh, an acknowledgement from Tony Khan to Sting, maybe seeing him, you know, being in the audience or at ringside for his last match in March uh, at Revolution. What do you think, Tommy, we're going to see from Ric Flair moving forward? I think he'll be in Sting's corner. I don't think we'll see Ric Flair wrestle. I don't uh, want to see Ric Flair wrestle. I want to see Ric Flair represented the way Ric Flair is. And if somebody can feed for a chop, feed for a chop. He still has the gift of gab on the microphone. I like the way he was moving last night with his, you know, woos. Uh, and, you know, even through that one chop to Sting, it was a fun segment. And hopefully we continue with something like that. Um, you know, this, I feel, has been a long time in the making. Yeah. With uh, the Nature Boy coming to AEW. He's been friends with Tony Khan for a long, long time. And like I said, nice to see him. As well as, again, it's about moments. Don't know if you ever get those moments ever again. And we got till March. Uh, It's cool to see see that. If I could also just kind of talk about another thing I think that's done great. Because it reminds me of when Ric Flair was the champion during the bash. MJF has been, the world title has been the main focus He's got Kenny Omega. He now has Samoa Joe. He's got Jay White. Um, He's got all these people vying after him, which reminded me of when 
hey, Flair's going to wrestle Nikita. Flair's going to wrestle Dusty. Flair's going to wrestle Ricky Morton. Flair's going to wrestle this because everyone wanted a shot at the world title, which means that guy is the best, which means the world title is the biggest goal. Think about real sports, baseball, World Series, hockey, Super Bowl. I mean, hockey, uh, Stanley Cup, NFL, Super Bowl, the NBA championship. These are what everybody plays for to get there. Because right now we have all every sport vying, you know, right now every sport is is in. So what I'm trying to say is they're doing a great job with making MJF the most important man in the company. And uh, I am really looking forward to um, MJF versus Kenny Omega and where they're going to go from there. And and like you said earlier about how they promoted uh, next week's Dynamite, how they promoted Collision. Listen, you can't have a bigger match than uh, MJF and Kenny Omega on Collision. I mean, I'm really, really happy that they are acknowledging the other shows. Tommy, and again, promoting those other shows, that's how you can get people to watch those other shows. And I know I'll be glued to my TV on Saturday watching Kenny Omega and MJF. How could you not? It's uh, honestly where if you think back of when straight up fandom days, I believed Ricky Morton could beat Ric Flair. Then it was just like, wait, he's going to be wrestling Magnum? Wait, he's going to be wrestling Dusty? Wait, Nikita Koloff, where now I'm cheering for the guy that I hate? This, it was such an amazing time in the industry. And yes, they're working stadiums, not just, you know, arenas. They're working stadiums, but that world title meant so much. And again, like I keep saying, that that's elevating everybody when you're wrestling the champion. And I mean, you listen to the ovations MJF is getting um, when he was, him and Kenny had that face off. The people were like, wow, look at what I'm seeing. Yeah. It was, uh, there was so many different layers to that from the match to having the run-ins then to Kenny Omega. I mean, when we say we got a lot, but we also got a lot of good. I agree. And, and you said about being a fan and fandom. I mean, think about this, Tommy in 2023 on WTBS, we had Sting, Tony Schiavone, and Ric Flair in the ring together. I mean, like you, I, as as a fan, as a as a fifty two year old man who's been watching pro wrestling for over forty years now, to see on TBS Sting, Flair, and Schiavone, like it, it really doesn't get much bigger and better than that. So how do you not? Agreed. How are you? How does that not put a smile on your face? And just make you happy. Like, how could I come on the air? Seriously, how could I come on the air, you come on the air, or anybody come on the air and nitpick shit and talk about the negative stuff? And when you saw Flair, Sting, and Shivani in a ring on WTBS last night, it's very difficult for me as a fan to be able to do something like that. Uh, I agree, as well as, you know, just an overall really, really good show. Yes, I would have. I also love the acknowledgement of when Sting went to uh, Adam Copeland and was just like, man, I had these blinders on. I get it. I ran with Lex Luger. I couldn't see it because if you're watch wrestling member, Luger turned on Sting yep. and it's all these like, you know, Hey, this guy was my best friend, but 
Um, it's, it's a, it's, but also then think of Darby. I wish Darby wasn't hurt, but because he'd be such a key cog to all of this. Um, but when you have Sting endorsing Darby, what Sting did for Darby is man took him to the next level where it endorsed him and he did it on the microphone as well. Yeah. Um, and, and even when, you know, it, it's Sting was that young kid and then he had this one wrestler come and put him on the map and then that wrestler shows up. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And speaking of Flair and Sting, uh, Sting sold that chop from Flair like he did in 1988. All right, let's go out to the... God, you're such an idiot. <laughs> when you look at Sting, and it's kind of like with Major League Baseball with, uh, with Cal Ripken. Uh, longevity. You know, being on top for a very, very long time. There's very few athletes, Tommy. You know, listen, Tommy, you're one of them too that just continues to do it. Like Sting, major player in Mid-South. Sting, major player um, in uh, Crockett Promotions, NWA. Major player with WCW. Major player in TNA. When he went to the WWE for that brief time where they booked him completely wrong and made a shit show out of WrestleMania 31, he was on top. And even in AEW, icon and a star. Longevity, length of time. You have to take that stuff into consideration when you talk about the all-time greats. I'm not the one arguing. I love Sting. I wanted to be Sting when I got into wrestling because he was so different, unique, and cool. And, I mean, think about for one year you were invested in a man who at times wasn't even there. That means you're invested in this character when he wasn't in WCW. It was such an amazing time. Hi everybody, Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Let's bring in friend of the show and our guest right now, Mr. Stone, who joins us here on Busted Open. Sir, how are you? And thank you for I, the time. I, I am doing great. I have, you know, no sleeves on because I know Tommy was going to be bringing the arm heat. So I brought the arm heat. And Dave, I know we talked about it off air, but I just wanted to confirm again that you gave Tommy the rules of what he can and can't ask me. I mean, there are rules, Mr. Stone. I think Tommy's aware of that. So we'll find out if Tommy is going to play by the rules on a Thursday edition of Busted Open. But before oh, we get into next week, yeah, it doesn't matter, Tommy. We'll talk, about, we'll talk later. Well, you know, when you look at the next week, and we're going to get into that, first and foremost, I want to say to you, I know this has been a long journey for you. You're somebody that just loves pro wrestling. You know, you it's it's really dominated your entire adult life to see you um just really thrive in the world of the wwe which i know was definitely a dream of yours man you must be having the time of your life right now well i am and and i appreciate you saying that because obviously i mean now i started in the year 2000 it's almost 2024 so i've been doing it almost 24 years and I didn't start with WWE till 2019, so 19 years is a long journey to get there. 
So for the past almost five years, it's been great. And now Tuesday, my first, I've had a few matches in my NXT career, but this is my first scheduled singles match. And I'm telling you, it's like, it's like, I don't even have to overthink it. It's like riding a bike. I'm just going to hop back in that ring and I'm just going to go. And I know that I feel like a lot of audience members might've forgot. I feel like a lot of people in the NXT and WWE locker might've forgot, but I'm going to be able to do this thing. Like it, it, it comes naturally for me. And Braun doesn't know what, uh, what he's in for Tuesday. Uh, I agree from someone who has wrestled you many, many times. Uh, you're very, very, uh, consummate performer you uh you know what you're doing in that ring um but i want to ask you your relationship uh sometimes your mouth has always uh gotten you involved in situations you're facing braun breaker who's been the face of nxt um this guy brings it i love what you just posted that you have wrestled his uncle uh many times um but even when I think you said it, because I love NXT, I watch it every week, I think there was some hesitation and doubt in your voice um, because you're emotionally invested uh, and basically defending what's right, which I cannot believe you're doing the right thing for your friend because you've never done the right thing for any of your friends. Well, so me and me and Vaughn started on the same day. We we made a connection inside and outside the ring. We We, we are very good friends. So I have payback for him. And like I told him last week, I know, see, I'm going into this match with absolutely nothing to lose. I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. Braun knows he's going to kick my ass, but that is to my advantage. Because again, I have nothing to lose. Braun has everything to lose. What if I beat him? What if that happened? Where, where would he go from there? If I lose, man, everyone knows I'm going to lose anyway. But if I win, wow. So like, you know, I got the best opportunity in this thing. Is it a spe any stipulations in this match? No, it's a one-on-one -on -one match, just straight up. And Braun is walking into a match with a guy that he thinks has no experience. He didn't do research on me. He doesn't pay attention to anything. He doesn't respect anyone that's been doing this for a long time. He probably doesn't even respect his own uncle and his father at, at this point. So I he is taking this so lightly, Tommy. Well, something that you used to do with me a lot, you would run out of the ring and make me chase you. And then you usually <laughs> sucker me into something because I'd be blown up from running. So I think it's part of that. Listen, uh, for everybody listening, Mr. Stone uh, is an accomplished pro wrestler who's been around a long, long time. And uh, I'm actually, I want to see your performance. And I also want to see Brown Breaker hurt you. But that's just me. That's because of oh, my relationship with you. I actually Well, I think, figured you would want that. I actually think Mr. Stone has the advantage here, Tommy, because you know, Braun Breaker, very talented individual, but a bit of a meathead. And I think I think Mr. Stone is aware of that fact. Like, you know, he's right. I don't think Braun Braun Breaker right now is laughing. He's laughing, thinking that he's Correct. gonna get his hands on Mr. Stone just to beat the hell out of him. He doesn't do the research. He's not going you know, and finding these matches that he's had throughout his, like you said, 19-year career before getting to the WWE. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you this, Tommy. If I was a betting man, and you know that I am, I would open up my wallet, and I would put money if I had any. I would put money that Robert Stone is going to be Braun Breaker 
night number two of Halloween Havoc on Tuesday because I think he does have that advantage. I think you could say that Mr. Stone is a more accomplished technical wrestler than Braun Breaker. I think he's more intelligent than Braun Breaker. You just said something, Tommy, that's 100% true as well. He could run out of the ring. Braun Breaker will get winded at some point, and then Robert Stone will take advantage of that opportunity. So I think Robert Stone is going to win this match. And you know what? I think Braun Breaker, for what he's doing in NXT right now, needs to be humbled a little bit. So, Mr. Stone, you are the perfect person to do this on Tuesday, night number one, night number two of Halloween Havoc. And thank you. And, you know, I feel like the, the way you just got into it and the way you feel about Braun, about how he just needs someone to, to slap him, you know, back into this world, yep. I think a lot of people feel that same way. You had passion when you were just talking. I have passion when I'm talking about it. I feel this way. This guy needs to get his behind kicked, and it's going to happen Tuesday. Not to give up my game plan, but, Tommy, you just said it. If I leave the ring, Dave, you called him a meathead, I guarantee that meathead's going to chase me. I'm a pretty smart guy, even though – you know, a lot of people might not think so. Tommy might not think I'm a pretty smart. Guy. I have a college degree. I was a school teacher at one point. I'm a smart guy. And I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. And I know exactly what I'm going to do in this match. And people are going to people are going to be, you know, are, are going to be surprised by what happens. When was your last actual match? So I have uh, my last actual match was against Zion Quinn on NXT, but it was kind of impromptu. It wasn't right. scheduled. I also, uh, I had a tag match with, uh, against um, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. And then I also had a two-on-one match against uh, me and Aaliyah against Rhea Ripley at a Great American Bash a few years ago. So those were my matches. So there's only been one-on-one, one, one on one, but that wasn't even scheduled. I wasn't prepared for this. This is my first scheduled match in almost five years, and I am fully prepared. A lot of people say they're in the best shape of their life. I'm telling you, I am actually in the best shape of my life. Um, have you been in the ring at the performance center working out? I have not. And the reason why is because I don't need to. And it's not yep. being cocky. It's being confident. I said before, it's like riding a bike. I know I'm going to step back in that ring when it's time to go. And I'm going to be able to go because I just got it like that. You're and not and, concerned and with your wind? I'm not because, but I own, I own four F45 gyms. So between working out at F45 regularly mm-hmm. and then I'm in the gym the, six days a week doing two a days, I couldn't be in better shape. I am ready for this thing. Interesting. Tommy, I got to be honest with you. I don't like mm-hmm. your tone in this interview, to be honest. <laughs> what with are you, you talking about? I was I expecting it. I was I'm expecting asked, it. Excuse me. I'm asking serious questions. As Robbie knows, there is much different from being in ring shape as opposed to being in shape and having a match. And, you know, when you're doing, I know the guy is in great shape. I know he's the modern day Jack LaLanne with all the gyms that he has and he's working out all the time. But when you're bumping in his, you know, whatever classes or cardio, you're not hitting a mat where air leaves your lungs, getting back up and having to do it again. I was asking a, a, a real question of, hey, you haven't been in the ring and you're facing a top-level performer in the longest time. And I do agree with that. It is a different animal, ring training, but here's how I look at it. The match was made official last Tuesday, so I had one week. In one week, I feel like I really couldn't make leaps and bounds as far as what I could do in the ring. So I'm just going to go with everything that's left in me for my career, everything in my heart, and and I said it Tuesday – 
I'm really looking to get that one good shot on him, a punch, a slap, and then we're off to the races from there. We're just going to see what happens in this thing. But I'm telling you, I'm saying it again, people are going to be surprised by the outcome of this match. Are you surprised that the fans are somewhat cheering for you? You know, how could they not? I mean, for me to call someone a scumbag, is a is a pretty big thing. Mr. True. Stone has done a lot of Mr. Stone has done a lot of uh, things in that nature in his life, but for me to call Braun Breaker straight up, I'm saying I'm 100% positive that a lot of people feel that way that he's a scumbag. I mean, I feel like everyone just wants to see him get put in his place. So why wouldn't they cheer for me? And hey, you know what? For what he did to Vaughn and my friendship with Vaughn, I'm kind of starting to like myself a lot better than I used to. I can look at myself in the mirror now and say I'm not that bad of a guy. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Plus, plus he's Jersey. You know, you, 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 you could take the man out of Jersey, but you can't take Jersey out of the man. So, you know, you're going to be representing New Jersey, the great state of New Jersey, when you step in the ring with Braun Breaker on Tuesday night. It's like a fight on the boardwalk. You know, it just, it just happens, you know? <laughs> that, that's right. You got this. You got this. Now, you know, we had, uh, we had Nick Aldis on the show yesterday. And we talked about being the general manager, playing that role and doing something. First of all, you're in the world of the WWE. That's a dream come true. But doing a role probably that you didn't expect that you're going to be doing for you, Robert. And, and listen, like we talked about being in the ring for as long as you did some classic matches in other organizations, you know, now being a manager, being more on the microphone than actually in the ring wrestling. Was that a change for you? Was Were you okay with that? Did you embrace it? Like, How did you feel knowing that your role was going to change once you became a part of NXT? Uh, I, I think I was the perfect guy for the job. Um, at the time, I was mid-30s. I just recently turned 40. So, you know, at the time, I was mid-30s. And we talked about earlier how physical this is and how physical wrestling is. And after I was doing it for 19 years, you know, my body was beat up. So to be able to have a role where I'm still on TV, where I still get to be a character and have fun and be entertaining. It was a no brainer for me. And you got to think now, you know, my twins are older, you know, um, I don't want to come home and be beat up when I want to play with them and do all kind of ride, but they're very active. I got to keep up with them. So uh, it's been fun embracing something new. I'm also uh, on our show NXT level up. I've done a little commentary. I've filled in for Byron Saxon when he's not here. I've commentated a few times. I'm really enjoying that. I am open to doing anything new that I could learn just to uh, give me more hats to wear in this crazy industry. I love it. Um, I want to talk about NXT in general. A lot of buzz, a lot of momentum with NXT. I mean, more eyes on the product with NXT. What a great show this past Tuesday for night number one of Halloween Havoc. I think night number two is going to be even bigger and better and a lot more surprises when we tune in next week on Tuesday. How proud are you to be a member of this team? And I say the word team, Robert, because, you know, I've been around NXT just a little bit in a small way, and I just feel that team atmosphere. Just talk about the atmosphere and being a part of this brand. I mean, it's something that's growing every week. Uh, The shows every week have been through the roof. And the fact that, you know, uh, men and women from Raw and SmackDown are coming down, how Becky Lynch has come down. It's just making everyone in the locker room so excited because they see these big stars come, they see what they've done, and they're like, wow, I want that. So it's making everyone work harder. And you talk about Halloween Havoc night two. Night one was so good 
what's cool about night two is, you know, everyone on night two watch night one and they're all like, yep. I want to even do better than that. So this week, everyone's going to even try and up their game to beat what night one was. So it's going to be crazy Tuesday. Uh, can you give us an update on Vaughn? Uh, well, if you saw last Tuesday, he's getting one foot in front of the other. He's moving slow. He's talking a little bit without a slur. It's getting better by the day. It's still going to be some time. And and in my opinion, I'm not a doctor, but a lot of time until he'll be back in the ring competing, potentially, if ever. I don't even want to say that out loud, but uh, he's 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 getting better by the day, little by little. What name your excitement level compared to maybe the level of nervousness stepping into the ring with Braun Breaker next week? You know, I've I've just cut off nervousness. There is none. I know I should be. I, I, I understand he's a former NXT world champion and how strong and big he is. I get it all. But it's just like how I said, I just haven't I decided to not train for it in the ring. I've cut off thinking about it. I'm not losing sleep about it. I've accepted it. I know it's happening, and I'm going into this ready. Like I want it to happen now. I'm I'm like, I'm I'm frothing at the mouth for Tuesday. Like, can we do it now? I'm just I, I believe in myself, and man, I'm just daydreaming about it now. Five days away. I'm ready for it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Tommy, I, I, Tommy, I want you to be honest, here, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy's loving it, by the way. I laughed like that when I saw the picture he tweeted earlier today where I'm smiling in midair. Yes. I gave him an RKO, and he was laughing and smiling like a crazy person. And I'm still crazy, and that's why this match is happening Tuesday. Do you remember when you just started just punching me for real in the corner? I hope you (laughs) – and I say, why are you punching me, crazy man? Continue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, Tommy, seriously. Do that against Broadbreaker. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Uh, Tommy, um, Broadbreaker and Mr. Stone next week, Halloween Havoc, night number two. Who do you think is going to win that match? I want you to be honest here. Who do you think well, is winning that matchup next Tuesday? I got to say, as long as I've known Robbie, uh, now Mr. Stone, I got to say I don't really know Mr. Stone. Mm-hmm. Because the Robbie E. person, I hung around for a long, long time. We were roommates. We used to do kettlebell workouts. Um, But this Mr. Robert Stone, like I said, he's done the right thing for the first time since I've known him. He sounds like a a normal human being. um, And he's also, I've never known him to be motivated in the sense of he was just kind of there as opposed to he's fighting for, I mean, listen, he was there ringside when his friend got taken out. Um, And he's had a lot of acquaintances, a lot of friends, but this is a totally different person. I haven't seen him in forever um, or talk to him. So originally I'd say I want to see Braun Breaker just destroy him. Um, But this is a different person. So, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the match. If he destroys him, I'll just laugh. If he has a really, really good competitive match, or if he wins, I'll be like, wow, I didn't know this guy. All right, so I'll ask my question again. Because anything who can happen think, in the world who do you of think is the WWE. Who do you think is going to win the match next Tuesday between Braun Breaker and Mr. Stone? Braun Breaker. Okay. Sorry. 
I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna. I, can we, can we have a wager, an on-air wager between okay. you and I, Tommy? Because I am going with Mr. Stone. Now I want you to think of Love something. It. I, I know you are eyeing my Terry Funk vinyl album that I purchased from Japan. I okay. will gladly give you that album if Braun Breaker wow. wins on Tuesday. Wow. That is a big one. Well, if, well what, what is Tommy going to give you? I don't know. I'll That's give what I'm you, uh, I, am, I am currently a, a champion in another company. I'll give you a title shot. How about that? <laughs> You're going to give me a title shot at the digital media And you can be the king of the internet. How All about right. that? I, I'll take that bet. Mr. Stone, I got to ask you, it would be to your advantage. That's why I asked about a stipulation. How come you don't go to Shawn Michaels and ask for us? It's Halloween Havoc. They have all those type of theme matches. It would be more for your advantage to have either extreme rules or, or something to give you a bigger assist. Don't you think? You know what, man? I just want to fight this guy. Okay. And, and it, it didn't matter where where it was or what night it was or what show it was on, whether it ended up being on Halloween Havoc or not. He needs payback. I just want to fight him, and I want to use these. This is the one time. Normally, I would agree with you, but I, I just I want to fight this dude. Give him a drop kick. Those are usually uh, your, put your white boots in people's faces. I've taken a few. I was never a drop kick person. It's oh, hard no, for no. me. I could do a Japanese drop kick. But yes, the one where you land on your back. Exactly. That I yeah. could do. I've that taken I will do. it from you, and then you laughed because you hit me in my face with your boots. Thank <laughs> you. Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward uh, to Mr. Stone going up against Braun Breaker. Also, Ilya Dragunov is putting the NXT Championship on the line against Carmelo Hayes. Night number two of Halloween Havoc. Night number one, Tommy, we talked about all show long yesterday. I have a feeling we're going to be doing the same thing with night number two again. Night number two of Halloween Havoc next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the USA Cable Network. And from one Jersey guy to another, Mr. Stone, good luck in that match with Braun Breaker. You're my guy. You're my guy. So I know you're going to do well, and I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.